Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Dave, and here's what he has to say. Hello Sandman, I was wondering if you could give advice to college-level MGTOWs on how to prevent their parents, and especially their mothers, from shaming them for being single. Well, thanks for your question Dave, and I'll do my best to answer it. First of all, college or university is basically a major rite of passage into adulthood in North American society. There's the prom and high school graduation, and then comes college. And your parents are seeing these rites of passage go by, and they think to themselves, my child is going to meet someone and get married, and then I'll have grandchildren. So you're basically messing with the rites of passage that they expect you to go through. And remember, Dave, your parents probably had you around the time they were around 25 to 30 years of age. To them, it's expected that you're going to do the same thing, marry and have kids in the next 5 to 10 years. Many mothers see their sons as an insurance policy, someone to help them if times get tough in the future, or someone to help them if they're lonely or basically want to pass on their DNA, or basically someone to visit them when they're in the nursing home. And remember, up until you went to college, your parents might have seen you as sort of their property, not a human being, but something to be coddled and looked after. And they made decisions for you most of your life, and now they expect you to make the decision of finding a life partner, and you're not doing that. You've chosen to go off the scripted life plan. You're essentially rebelling against their plans for you. And they don't understand that you are a man going your own way. And they probably wouldn't understand what that means, even if you tried to explain it to them. You will need to understand that they will never accept you for who you are, and will often disagree with you. I know that's easier said than done, but that's something that needs to happen. And you either have to let the shame they give you roll off your back and play nice, or you can strike back every time your mother shames you by basically pointing out other bad relationships and divorces that everyone sees in your family. And just tell your mother you don't want to end up like those other people. And you can even say that you don't think you could go on living if that ever happened to you. Remember, your mother fears only one thing more than you not getting married and having kids. And that's your untimely death, or if you basically abandon her and never speak to her again. And in the worst case scenario, if your mother refuses to get off your back and continues to pester you all the time, you can threaten to go your own way, from her. I'm not suggesting that you do this, I'm just saying it is a last or worst case scenario. What I want to see you do is stand up for yourself, build up your confidence, and when she shames you, I want you to call her on what she's doing. My mother is also very predictable. When she tries to shame me for not getting married, I tell her it's not my job in life to make her grandchildren. It's my job to be happy. Do you really want to see me happy? To this she says, you're selfish, and I say, yes I am, and so what? At that point she doesn't really have anything else to say, and we agree to disagree. If she continues to badger me, then I don't call her for about a month, and then she changes her tune and realizes that she needs me more than I need her. Her life was basically defined by raising a family, and without someone to care for she doesn't have a purpose. This is the dilemma she currently faces. You can't prevent shaming from your parents unless you move far away and don't see them for a long while. All you can do until then is to deal with what you've got right in front of you and withstand the barrage of shame. Besides, moving away from your parents doesn't always seem to prevent the shame that they dish out. And it will probably get a lot worse before it gets any better. 
shame your mother back if she tries to shame you. And I'm fairly sure that with time you'll learn to take criticism and let it roll off your back. Taking criticism is one thing, but getting attacked for your value system is something completely different. And the only way that I've ever known to prevent my parents from badgering me about something is to pretend that I'm actually working on the problem that they want me to solve. That was my strategy before. They would ask me, how are you improving your grades? And I would just pretend to study more. Or if I told them that I was in a relationship with somebody, but in actuality I was just pretending, they would get off my back. So Dave, go out on random dates and see their response. Your mother will probably be happy. Hell, you might as well just pretend to go on dates, but instead go out with your friends. It's a win-win situation. You get to hang out with your buddies and get away from your mother. And when you get back, she'll be in a good mood for at least a couple of weeks. Then tell your mother it didn't work out with girl A. And then tell her that you're dating girl B. See what her response is at that point. You'll often find that they'll get disappointed that it didn't work out with you and this imaginary girl. But there'll probably be a new twinkle in their eye as you say that you're seeing someone new. Smile and pretend you're happy. Make them think there is someone out there for you. Eventually you'll bring their spirits up and down so many times that they'll lose interest in your dating drama. Your non-existent dating drama to be exact. And they will think you're still looking. Hell, at that point you can tell them that you've taken a break and will only date women once you've found the right one. Mothers love when they hear this type of stuff because at that point they think you're serious about settling down with someone and possibly getting married and having children. All the while you're laughing in your head as you finish college and start building up your career and enjoy your own life without your parents. Sometimes you have to lie to protect your own mental health. And I don't advise lying to your parents unless, of course, they're causing you grief. But that's just my opinion. Anyways, for the second half of this video, I want to talk about women that currently work at Facebook and Google, and now they have the option of getting their eggs frozen at these tech companies. And I'm adding a link in the description below to an article called Artificial Wombs Aren't the Answer to Work-Life Balance Issues. And I think this is the first mainstream step for women accepting that they can delay motherhood perhaps into their 40s and 50s and then use surrogate mothers in many places such as Mexico or Thailand to have children once they are established in their careers and then save enough money to raise those kids properly. The writers of this article I mentioned even say that artificial wombs are in the future. And this is not a MGTOW article I'm referring to. Instead, this is Elle magazine we're talking about. Stories like this one are making people more comfortable about conceiving children at a much older age and being more open to raising them on their own. The article goes heavily into artificial wombs and the cost of monitoring children that are grown in them. But why wouldn't the artificial wombs be outsourced to other countries, much like surrogacy is being done right now? So the technology may eventually be there for older women to have children using artificial wombs in the future. For a woman to have children into her 40s and 50s is a nice quaint notion. But raising children at that age, you're basically a grandmother at that point, instead of a mother. And what can your children expect? When her children are college-aged, they might actually be visiting her in the nursing home. Mothers of the future might not be able to give their sons trouble for not getting married if they have Alzheimer's disease and can no longer remember even having those kids to begin with. And they could also die while their children are in their mid to late 20s and leave enough money to pay off their student loans. So there might be a bright side to the story if your mother is actually more like a grandmother. This idea of senior citizens raising teenagers reminds me of a kid I went to school with. When he turned 25, I saw him for the first time after high school. And he told me that he had actually inherited some property, and so did his sister. Because both of their parents died in their late 60s. His mother had him and his twin sister when she was 42. And now it was just him and his 25-year-old sister living in their dead parents' house. 
I think women working for Facebook and Apple are being tricked by these corporations to give up their best reproductive years in return for career success. And they will probably work twice as hard making these corporations a lot of money. And now that these companies are offering egg freezing services, how long before other companies start doing the same to create a false sense of security for their female workforce? And that's all this really is, a false sense of security or security blanket. And the odds that these eggs will actually be viable is very low. A man doesn't always have the same problem because his sperm doesn't really have a best before date. It's produced on a daily basis, while women only have so many eggs, and then it's game over. This, of course, won't prevent them from being swindled by corporations, promising them a career and children later down the road. Even at my age, I'm thinking if I go down the surrogacy route, I'll have to have kids in the next few years. Otherwise, I won't just be an old dad, I'll actually be an ancient one. Just imagine being in your teens and coming home to a mother that looks like this. At least you won't have to worry about other kids teasing you, because their mothers will probably look just the same, and they'll all be old ladies. And I predict that as more men start using surrogacy as a means to have children, you'll probably see more women doing the same thing. And once it becomes popular, we could see entire cities popping up in third world countries that do nothing but give birth to the children of old rich white ladies in western countries. And I'm sure that they'll just hire nannies to help them while the children are young, and eventually send them off to school to be educated by the state. Motherhood, I predict, will still exist, but mothers that are willing to raise their own children instead of letting the state do it for them will become an endangered species. And if more men find the surrogacy route acceptable as well, then society will finally see which parent is actually more important for raising healthy children. My money is riding on the half of our species with both an X and a Y chromosome. Anyways, that's it for today's video. I'm sure many of you have been watching all the hoopla about Paul Elam pushing a MGTOW agenda as well as writing a book on the subject. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about what I believe is actually happening, and I've been thinking about it for a few days now, and finally have an idea about what I'm going to say. I think that Paul Ela might be setting himself up as some type of authority on MGTOW, so that people will take his book more seriously. I also get the sneaking suspicion that he wants to take MGTOW back to its original roots, where it was about defining male masculinity and defining women's femininity. Tonight I also celebrate the one-year anniversary of this YouTube channel. Looking back over the last year, I had no way of knowing how popular this channel would become. And I have all of you to thank for this, as well as one particular woman that played games with my heart. She was the catalyst for me to impulsively produce my first MGTOW video. After that, I was hooked. Anyways, thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.